0: Hello, my lovelies. I am Christian Relationship Coach, Carla Webb. I am relentless in empowering women to create healthy relationships with themselves, others, and God. On this podcast, I share how I overcame the cycle of toxic relationships and teach what the Bible really says about healthy relationships. In each episode of If You Only Knew, We will have real conversations about relationships you probably haven't heard in your church or Bible study. As one pastor once told me, I'm about to open up a can of worms. So let's get started. Hello, hello. It is relationship coach, Carla Webb. So, when we left off the last episode, my life had just been shattered into a million pieces. If you haven't listened to episode two, My Experience, I suggest you go listen to it. This episode is about what happened next, the fallout. When I said I got a call on a Sunday morning at 6am that said she knows and all hell is about to break loose, this wasn't just any Sunday morning. This particular Sunday morning, we had a filming crew coming to video our service. The pastor and I are both Oakland City University alumni. OCU was going to be starting a worship arts major and our praise team was going to be used in the promotional video. They had flown in this film crew from Florida. Ugh. I immediately had to start making phone calls. The first one I made was to my uncle, who was a professor at OCU to get contact information to let the filming crew know not to come. Then I started calling my family. I started every conversation with, I've done something terrible, and you have to promise you'll still love me after I tell you. Both of my sisters graciously said, of course i'll still love you i called my parents pastor and asked him if he would meet me at my parents house after church and be there with me when i told my mom and dad that was not going to be easy he agreed to be there with me then i waited for nine o'clock to come that was the time church was to start how were the deacons going to handle it what were they going to tell the congregation How are they going to explain why their pastor and worship leader weren't there? It's true we all sin, but not everyone has their deepest, darkest secrets announced from the pulpit. I suppose they handled it as well as they could given the timing and circumstances. A little after 11, I arrived at my parents' house. They were both a bit confused as to why I was at their house and why their pastor was there. I had to sit across the table from my parents, who had loved and supported me through my horrific divorce and custody battle, and tell them what I had done. It was the hardest thing I have ever done in my life. They cried. They never said they were disappointed in me. They, like my sisters, told me there was nothing I could ever do to make them stop loving me. My oldest son was on a trip with the youth group, and apparently the youth pastor took it upon himself to tell him that his mom and the pastor had been fired from the church. I'm not sure why he felt he needed to be the one to break the news to him, but that is how he found out, along with the rest of the youth group. My youngest son was with his dad, and he found out before I had a chance to talk with him myself also. That evening, I finally had the chance to talk with them and as delicately as I could explain what had happened. People say they have no regrets and wouldn't change anything about their life because it made them who they are today. I absolutely, 100% have regrets. It's true that God can work all things for good, and he has. But I'm pretty sure that I could have come to this place without going through all of that. To add yet another layer to the story, I had just moved into my new house a couple of weeks earlier and guess who my neighbor was? You guessed it, or maybe you didn't see it coming. It was the pastor. Our houses were back to back to each other. At the time, I was still a teacher and this was all happening over fall break. I had no personal or sick days to take because I was in the middle of a horrific custody battle and every day I had was accounted for with going to court. I had Monday off, but on Tuesday, I had to walk into the school and face students and co-workers who attended the church where I was the worship leader. It felt like the walk of shame. Anybody who knows me knows I barely function without a cup of coffee in my hand and I was in charge of making coffee in the school office. Today, everyone was going to have to do without coffee because there was no way I was walking in there. I snuck down the hall to my room and sat down at my desk. A little while later, the school secretary knocked on my door and she had a cup of coffee for me. I didn't look her in the eye. She placed her hand under my chin and said, You keep your head up. Don't you walk around with your head down. Throughout the week, I would come into my room and there would be cards on my desk from coworkers, and letting me know that they were going to walk with me through this. I certainly found out who my friends were during this time. A coworker and friend gave me the Jesus Calling devotional book, I didn't know it at the time, but this book would help save my life. How do you put your life back together when it's been shattered into a million pieces? Where do you start? For me, it started with Jesus. I knew it wasn't he who had deserted me, but me who had turned my back on him. When Jesus intervened on behalf of the adulterous woman who was about to be stoned, he famously said, he who is without sin cast the first stone. What we often fail to quote is what he said to the woman after everyone had put their stones down and walked away. He said to her, now go and sin no more. I had left an abusive marriage just to go into another toxic relationship. Whether I wanted to admit it or not, the common denominator in both of those relationships was me. Why was I in this cycle of abusive relationships? More importantly, how did I stop this cycle so I never had to go through it again? I was determined to find out, to not continue to be a victim And to not just be a survivor, but I wanted to truly say I had overcome this pattern. The journey of healing started with me making a day every night with Jesus. I would put my boys to bed, grab my Jesus calling and journal and shut myself in my room. I became laser focused on my relationship with Jesus and learning about what the Bible says a healthy relationship looks like. One night when I was having my date with Jesus, I was reading in the book of Psalms and read these words, Psalm eighteen twenty through 24 in the message translation. God made my life complete when I placed all the pieces before him. When I got my act together, he gave me a fresh start. Now I'm alert to God's ways. I don't take God for granted. Every day I review the ways he works. I try not to miss a trick. I feel put back together and I'm watching my step. Now listen to this. God rewrote the text of my life when I opened the book of my heart to his eyes. Wow, how powerful are those words. The journey has been long and it has been hard, but it has been worth it. I can truly say that God made my life complete when I placed all the pieces before him and that he rewrote the story of my life when I opened the book of my heart and I looked at it through his eyes. Through this podcast, I will continue to share with you what I've learned along the way about creating healthy relationships and help guide you on your journey of healing. In the episodes to come, I will share with you what rebuilding my life and relationships looked like, and I will also be having guests to share their stories of overcoming toxic relationships. God has a beautiful story written just for you. He loves you, and he created you to be loved, to be treated with honor and respect, and to be cherished. So, the journey continues. Until next time, love and blessings. Coach Carla. Hey, girlfriend. If you are just getting introduced to me, Coach Carla Webb, I invite you to follow me on all social media platforms at Carla Bunner Webb. I'm most active on Facebook and Instagram. And if you are wondering if your relationship is healthy or unhealthy, I have a free downloadable checklist called Is This Love? You can see if your relationship is checking all the boxes and if you'd really like to take it to the next level, I invite you to schedule a free call with me and you can see if we're a good fit and if I can help you to learn how to create healthy relationships with yourself, with others, and with God. And I'll put that link to schedule a free call with me in the show notes also. So talk to you soon.